Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. This is Thursday morning, December 23rd. My name's Tom Short, so glad to have you along. There's power in music and there's power in the Christmas story. So I have been talking about in the last two weeks the importance of the Christmas carols and that we not lose them. Often stories are told through music and we're told when they're told through music, they often reach the heart and the soul. And indeed, that's one of the beauty of these songs that have lasted for hundreds of years, and they can have a mighty impact. Well, the story I'm about to tell you is a true story. It's so marvelous, spectacular, some have doubted its truthfulness, but it has been investigated thoroughly and is, in fact, a true story. It was during the Great War, World War I, 1914, on Christmas Eve. The soldiers were involved in a brutal war, and World War I was a brutal war. We don't know as much about it. It didn't involve the Holocaust or World War II, which, and World War II, I don't know about you, but to me, there's a fascination. There's, a, there's so many movies about it. There's so many historical, so much historical footage. It's the fascination. How could people have been so evil? How could that have actually happened? There's a there is an interest, and many of us know quite a bit about World War II, less so about World War I. And indeed, here it was, in, and this scene was taking place in Belgium as the English and the Germans were engaged in a bitter trench warfare. Now, in those days, they didn't have many of the weapons we had in, by World War II. And, um, and so what the, the big battles were often dug in trenches, the, the, the soldiers would dig trenches, and lots of times the battle lines, you'd have like one side dug down in a trench deep, you know, like maybe six, seven feet deep, and the soldiers could stand in there and, and uh, find shelter and, you know, point their guns at one another. And the other side would be in a trench, maybe sometimes only 30, 40, 50 yards away. That's kind of like, just think in terms of the neighbors across the street from you, the house across the street. You're not at war with them, but just think in terms of that's how far away the enemy was. And sometimes these trenches could stretch for long distances. In fact, sometimes these battle lines could have been, you know, miles and miles, even hundreds of miles long as as they got dug in throughout. And the and and the area in between was known as no man's land. And it often had obstacles, maybe barbed wire, and uh, and they dig in against one another. Well, it was December, as you might imagine. Uh, it was it was brutal. The war was brutal. The weather was brutal. It'd been raining. These trenches would get filled with water, or get you know up to knee deep with water. It's cold, miserable. You know, it's it, war is never fun. War is always miserable, but particularly when just your regular creature comforts are in that dire of a situation. The Germans were on one side, the British were on another. Christmas Eve, 10 o'clock at night, the British began to hear sounds from the German side. And what did they hear? They heard some noise, and the more they, they, they tried to listen, they, the Germans were singing. And they were singing Christmas carols. The British wondered, what's going on over there? After a little while, they started singing a little bit. And then after a while, they heard a voice call out to them from the, from the German side, say, come on over here. 
and then, you know they're singing the same songs basically and the, and the, and the, the british said no you we're not you meet us halfway and basically they agreed some of a couple of them agreed to meet halfway they embraced shook hands embraced shared christmas greetings before you know it the entire squads and as i understand it, it amounted to several hundred men had come out of their trenches, were in the no man's land, greeting one another, singing together. They ended up evidently played some uh, soccer with football, soccer with one another. And they were together in peace. They were together with one another until about 6.30 in the morning. That's about eight and a half hours when this brutal war Came to, an, came to a ceasefire on Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. The carols, the songs had brought about, instead of the, the killing of one another, had brought about a peace with one another. I think of my theme verse for this year, and one I've encouraged with each of us, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And we often, I, I, we ask ourselves, how can we do this? in a country where we're divided. Now, we're not killing one another. At least most of us aren't. We're not killing one another, but there's strong division. There's, there's been hatred in our country, hatred for one another. People have been divided. Churches have been divided. Families have been divided. And I believe that God wants us to be people who stand firmly for what's true and right because truth does matter, and some of the things that we're involved in are very, very important. But let's not stoop to thinking we win by fighting the world's ways. We overcome evil by being good. We overcome hatred by love. We overcome anger by peace and kindness. We rise above. We rise above that which the enemy, the enemy's tactics and methods, we rise above them because we realize that so much of what we're involved in in our day and age is a spiritual battle and one that we really hope never comes to a physical battle and resolving that. My friends, I hope that you have had a blessed year by being a part of this, of our daily word and prayer. If you're new here, I hope you do come back because we believe that getting into the word day after day, hearing from the word of God, being inspired by the Word of God, being challenged by the Word of God, being instructed by the Word of God will make us stronger. Maybe not in leaps and bounds, but day by day, day by day, day by day, as we get back into the Word of God and as we pray over it, that God does bit by bit. He transforms our lives. Sometimes we see great miracles like Christmas Eve, 1914 when for a few moments, for a few, for a few hours, the goodness of the message of Jesus Christ, people on both sides claiming to be followers of Jesus Christ, people on both sides singing the same songs of praise about the Son of God coming to earth and God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son. People claiming the same message were able to overcome those differences. Earlier they were shooting at one another. Later on, they go back at shooting one another. And that reminds us that when we overcome evil with good, to be honest, 
let's keep in mind, those soldiers evidently loved one another. Evidently, there, there was a real um, joy with one another. But, as should be expected, their officers, when her word of it came, their officers commanded no fraternization with the enemy. And they ruled that can never happen again. And we're here to kill one another. And so it reminds us of the importance that we pray for our leaders and that, that, that uh, we see there the, the value, the importance, the significance that our political leaders are often the one, they're the ones who set the pace so often, and how we pray for good leaders, how we pray for leaders who, who they will overcome evil with good, how we pray that they will be ones who stand for what's good, true, and right, but they know how to do it in a way that overcomes evil and false ideas with the good of the Christian faith and of Jesus Christ and of the truths that come from the Word of God. So, hallelujah. What a story. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I will post down below uh, in the, in the uh, description section, I'll post a couple of videos where you can see the story of this. One of them is, was an advertisement. It's only three and a half minutes long that reenacts it in a beautiful way. Another I'll post is an actual historical description uh, and quite factual in nature. And both of them, one of, both of them will inspire you. Both of them are pretty amazing. What Jesus can do. What, what singing praises to God can do. How it can transform and ra rise, raise us above so that we will overcome evil with good. Father in heaven, we praise you today. We thank you that your truth transforms a person from the inside out. Thank you, Lord, that even in the midst of the brutality of war, where people are face to face with an enemy that they've been trying to kill, and when people are even in the worst of horrid circumstances, that the message of Jesus Christ the message that's given to us in so many of these carols we've looked at the last couple of weeks, that God so loved the world that you gave, that unto us a son has been given, that you bring us this, that through, through this young virgin came the son of God. These messages, they have the power to transform a mind and a heart. Father, we thank you for this example from 1914 that was so miraculous and so inspiring. But, Lord, we take from it an inspiration that we pray we would rise above. We pray that we would be peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. They shall be called the sons of God. We pray, Father, teach us how not to sacrifice what's good, right, and true for the sake of peace, but how with the truth and with the power of God and with the weapons of prayer and the word of God and the weapons of righteousness and holiness and the weapon of love, that we can overcome evil, and we can overcome those who, who promote evil, and we can prevail in the name of our God through, through, who is, through the name of our God and through your Son, the Prince of Peace. We pray for this. We pray for it in our land. We pray for it in our families. We pray for it in our churches. We pray for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. We ask that your way, your truth will prevail and win. And we thank you, Lord, that it can and it has, and we believe that it will. 
We pray for this, and we ask it in Jesus' name. In this Christmas season, how we pray, Father, that many people who are filled with hatred, bitterness, and anger might stop and not just think about Santa Claus or gift-giving or warm family wishes, but their thoughts may go way beyond that to think about you. How we pray this would be a season of salvation for people. How we pray that this, this season when people stop and think and, and they're not at work and they're not in the stores and they're not out driving, they're not shopping, but their thoughts might they turn to Jesus Christ and might they find peace and love and a new birth in you. We think of loved ones that we know. We think of people in our families. We think of people that we, in our neighborhoods, might their thoughts turn to Jesus Christ might they discover that new birth, might they know the gospel, and might they find salvation and a new life. We pray for this. We pray in Jesus' name. Fill us with your spirit and the joy of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, folks. Hey, don't let anything rob you of your joy. I don't know if you caught yesterday's message or not on Silent Night and how when Christmas didn't go well, plans weren't working out right, how God brought a great miracle out of that. He can do that with you as well. And uh, there's power. So in the last two weeks, we've looked at a lot of the Christmas carols, the stories behind them, what they're about. I hope you, if you haven't watched that series, I hope you do. I think you'll find it encouraging, uplifting, inspiring, and will remind you of how important it is, what this season is about, and that we teach it even to our children, the next generation, and our grandchildren, and even that we use song and music to do so. You have a blessed day. God bless you. I love you guys. Thanks for being here with me, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow, same time, 8.30, if you can make it live. Otherwise, you can listen any time of the day, or you can listen on Spotify, Apple, or Google platforms. You search for The Tom Short Show. You to type in all four words, and you'll find it. God bless you. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.